0: And welcome to King's Arms. Yeah, it welcome. is so good to be with you and hope that you're enjoying a little bit of good weather uh, every now and again.
1: We are so looking forward to the good weather and getting back out on the river to do some paddling again soon. Um, What are you looking forward to as the weather warms up?
0: Yeah, we just wanted to give you an update on Sundays as we head into Easter and beyond. Firstly, our Good Friday service will be on Zoom from 7 to 8.15 in the evening on Good Friday. And then for Easter Sunday, we had so hoped to put a drive-through Easter service uh, Uh together. But sadly, as we've talked with the council and others, it's not an option right now. But we are looking forward to connecting online as we celebrate our risen Lord Jesus.
1: Yeah and the other good news is that we're also really looking forward to starting back face-to-face meetings from the 18th of April. We'll be back in King's House the um, kids' work will be on, and the youth from that point, um, we will still need to wear uh, masks and um, so should be socially distanced. But um, that's due to the government regulations. But it would be so great to be back together in person.
0: Yeah, such good news. And uh, just one point is that we will need to all book on, in advance online to help with track and trace, to help us follow the guidance of the kids' groups. But so excited to be back, gathering back together. Um, but also recognize that some, for some, that won't be an option right yet, so, uh, right now. So uh, raw church is going to be continuing. For the summer term, for those who are wanting to still connect up through that and sign up, will be opening for that. If the, if you haven't tried Raw Church but would like to, you'll be able to sign up for that in the next few weeks as well.
1: Yeah, I've so enjoyed Raw Church. It's been, been great, so good. It? yeah. Um, We will continue to run the online church as well throughout this next term, um, just to let you know that bit. If you want to book into the Good Friday service or um, find out any more details about the face-to-face or anything happening on Sundays, go on over to kingsarms.org forward slash Sundays.
0: Brilliant. Well, let's fix our eyes on Jesus, shall we? I love that. While everything is changing, while we're still separated from each other, Jesus remains the same. He's an ever-present help in times of trouble. He's a rock. He's a refuge. He's on the move. He's working and changing lives. I was hearing just this week of thousands making responses to follow Jesus in a nation that we're working into. It's just wonderful. Let's just lift the name of Jesus together, shall we? Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. the lord god almighty reigns Is the Lamb, and all men. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. And hallelujah. For the Lord God Almighty reign. And, hallelujah. and I Holy And are you Lord God Almighty And worthy is the Lamb And worthy is the Lamb And men, Worthy is the Lamb Worthy is the Lamb Amen. Worthy is the Lamb. And worthy is the Lamb. And worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. For You are holy. You're holy. And are You? He is the Lamb of God You Throne, You we magnify Your name today. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We enthroned You on our praises. We say, be lifted high, be magnified, Jesus. Above it all, God. Praying for an undivided heart, Jesus, to worship you and you alone, Father. We give you our devotion, all of our affection, Jesus, it's yours. Be enthroned on our praises today. For thou, O Lord, in our heart, above.
3: I run to the Father, I fall into grace I'm done with the hiding, no reason to wait My heart needs a surgeon, my soul needs a friend So I run to the Father again and again and again the price for my heart and I don't have a context for that kind of love I don't understand I can't comprehend all I know is I need you I run to the Father, I fall done with the hiding, no reason to wait. My heart needs a surgeon, my soul needs a friend, so I run to the Father. like running to life from death. And I feel this rush deep in my chest. Your mercy My heart needs a surgeon, my soul needs a friend. So I run to the Father again and again. I run to the Father. like running.
1: It's so good to worship together, isn't yeah, it? I can't so believe much. it's been a nearly nearly a year since we were together in King's House. Yeah. Man, I've really learned to worship, or lead myself in worship, I guess, so much more this year. Um, but I am really looking forward to all being back together and um, and being able to worship in King's House. Well, this is our opportunity to give. Um, so go on over to kingsarms.org forward slash offering. Donate. 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 <laughs> Um, and make your gift to the king's arms
0: yeah and this uh, week we continue to look at our beatitude series looking at blessed are those who are persecuted we thought it'd be a great opportunity for us to pray with those that are persecuted for Mm. their faith around the world uh, we're going to hear from Mujtabar who's recently moved to bed with wife, Bedford with his wife, Hannah. Mujtabar is from Iran. He met Jesus when he was 18 mm. and had been arrested twice by the time he was 24 for leading house groups. And when he left prison in the age of 27, he had to leave Iran and he became a, a refugee in Turkey where he met his English wife, Hannah. And uh, it's just such a privilege to mm. have them with us now in Bedford. And let's just watch this video together and hear from Mujtabar and hear his, some of his story.
4: Well, welcome, Beth. Thank you so much for joining me today.
5: Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure.
4: Well, we are going to be talking about the persecuted church, and we have three minutes for a very big subject. And as the Hollies mentioned, you've been imprisoned for your faith, and you have been persecuted. And the verse that we're looking at today talks about God blessing those who are persecuted for doing what's right. And and you did that, um, did that verse feel true to you? And um, was it a blessing for you?
5: Yes, uh, it was a great blessing. It is an honor to suffer for Christ. It was a great blessing because my journey of persecution was a journey with the persecuted Jesus himself. Uh, in, in various situations, uh, I was encountering him in such a unique ways, whether in his vulnerability or in his uh, courage and boldness mm. there are many uh, examples I can share uh, but here is just one uh, quickly uh, one of those days in solitary confinement it was really hard to feel God's uh, presence around me and I was really struggling with being alone and desperate and uh, as I was crying out to God in my prayer and without thinking in my own words I prayed like this father father why you have forsaken me. Mm. In that moment, uh, I just paused and that prayer took me to the cross of Calvary where Jesus was alone and struggling with bearing the sin of the world and proving his love to me. In that moment, it was like that Jesus wasn't distant at all. Actually, he he was connected to my pain and struggles truly. Mm. And I just received that sense of love and courage that if he was still loved by his father and eventually overcame yeah he's now alive I'm still loved by God and I will overcome and live with him in a glorious future which is our eternal uh, hope
4: and joy. Wow that's such a beautiful response and I know we've talked um previously to this interview about how you're aware of about 150 people who have been arrested over the last few months in Iran and people are being discriminated against and denied jobs and denied study. And how can we, over here in England, engage and pray for those people?
5: Yes, uh, first of all, uh, uh, I encourage you that our prayers are so powerful. Mm In the book of Revelation, chapter eight says, "I always I love this passage that says that um, the prayers of uh, God's people uh, went up to the uh, to the throne God's presence like smoke, but uh, in response it came back to the earth uh, with thunder powerfully and yeah. like earthquake. Uh, our prayers sometimes maybe we feel, uh, or maybe my prayer is not." Good enough, but it is powerful. So yeah, let's lift up all these subjects to uh, to God and uh, pray for them.
4: Wow, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Mudge. And if anyone wants to hear more about Mudgeba's testimony, he recently did an interview with Nikki Gumbel at HTB, and you can look that up online. Thank you so much for joining me today.
5: Thank you.
1: So let's take a minute to pray for the persecuted church around the world. Let's pray for those being persecuted that some are some are experiencing um, rejection from friends and family. Some are experiencing imprisonment and um, being harmed. Um, some are experiencing the, just lack of jobs and being able to study where they where they want to study. Let's mm. really pray for them. That they would know the presence and the power of God. That they would know the strength and the comfort of Holy Spirit.
0: Mm. And let's pray for the persecutors. Let's pray yeah. that they come to know the good news of Jesus. We've heard so many stories of people who once persecuted christians Mm -hmm. actually come into faith themselves when they see how the christians respond to persecution so let's just be praying for that let's remember that our prayers are powerful our prayers are effective let's take a moment to pray right now shall we yeah father we just thank you for uh our faithful brothers and sisters around the world who are being persecuted even now Uh, we pray god for grace we pray for your spirit to fill them we pray for encouragement we pray for for letters of encouragement. We pray for financial provision for their families. We pray, Lord, will you come? Will yeah. you minister powerfully into those situations? And Lord, help us if there's any of us that need to get involved. We pray that you'd help us to connect with and to get involved where we need to. We just pray, yeah. come Spirit of God. And we pray for the persecutors. We pray that you would uh, bring um, uh, repentance. We pray that you bring change, that we would see nations that once were opposed to the gospel, opening up yeah. in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah,
1: amen. Thank you.
0: So good to to pray together for a minute. Let's now uh, take a moment to enjoy listening to Ben and I, as he continues our series on the uh, Beatitudes, as he brings God's word to us. It's uh, always great to hear from Ben, we're going to listen to him
6: now. Well, good morning, King Sam's family. I hope you're keeping well and looking forward to the times when we can all be back together and we can see each other face to face. Um, over here in the Niger household, we have been um, very excited about the kids going back to school. In fact, I took the kids to school for the first time um, last week, um, first day back, and to um, um, to our surprise, you know, we we were there thirty minutes early because the kids were so excited, couldn't wait to go back. But um, there were many other families there already by the time we got there, and looking around, I couldn't quite tell who was more excited, the children. Or or their parents. Some might say is the parents, but anyway, we we look we we've been excited here about that blessing, and we look and I'm personally looking forward to when we can all meet together face to face. I also hope you've um, you've enjoyed this teaching series on the Beatitudes. Um, the rather challenging teachings from Jesus himself to his followers from, from 2,000 years ago. These teachings haven't lost their relevance with time, but they remain just as applicable to you and to me today and to our children and to our children's children. And I think Phil, PJ, Simon have done a grand job with the teaching on the Beatitudes over the last few weeks. I've enjoyed and I've been blessed listening to this. And if you've missed any of this, I would really encourage you to go on the church website and to catch up on this. There's some really good teachings in there. See, when we read about the Beatitudes, we can sometimes think about this as yet another list of moral concepts we have to live by as followers of Jesus. Be it humility, gentleness, righteousness, being pure, you know, merciful and, and, and peacemaking. But the reality is that the Beatitudes are a series of blessings from Jesus to his church, to, to you and to me. As we read through the verses of Matthew 5, Jesus repeatedly proclaims a blessing on this, a blessing on that, you know. As we heard from the previous talks, the blessing here is a word we don't often use in um, society today. But the blessings here refers to that sense of true happiness and satisfaction in life that comes only from the Creator God to His creation. So Jesus is in the business of bringing true happiness and true satisfaction and contentment to you and to me. That's what, that's what it's about. That's what a good God does. A good God does not just sit back and judge people. A good God is one who is constantly on the search to see how he can bless his people. We're told in Acts 3 that, that God the Father sent Jesus first to bless you bless you or not and so as we see the beatitudes we see Jesus um, um, blessing um, people but he also brings it he also gives these words to bring encouragement you know from the times when we feel discouraged as we as we go through life and all what life can throw at us Jesus highlights the realities we have to face from weakness to to pain and persecution but he, he comes alongside us to bring encouragement through these words. And this morning, before we proceed, before we, we, we dive into this, I'd just love to take a few, a few seconds to just ask God the Father to bless your heart as you listen to me this morning. Why don't you just take a few seconds to, to, to ask God to bring encouragement where, where you currently might be facing um, um, discouragement, to speak to you personally this morning. I genuinely feel a sense to just pause right now and ask God to meet with you and so this is what takes it from my words to God's word and God's word blessing us so why don't you just ask God the Father to do so to speak to you and to bless you this morning I had the privilege to speak with Moj a couple of weeks ago. Um, Moj whose video we watched earlier on in the service and to listen to some of his stories of persecution for following Jesus. You know Moj has been, um, had been in prison back in his home country. He, he was tortured, he was humiliated, he paid a big price with regards to his family for the sake of Christ. And listening to him speak you know, it was just a privilege. A few points stood out to me, but one of them was his decision to accept his faith, to to give up his, his rights, you know, that sense of, you know, Uh, connection to Jesus which he felt during those times of trials and pain and persecution he talks about the sense of going through this with the mindset of you know being honored to partake in the suffering of Christ He, he beautifully describes the radical joy the Holy Spirit brought alongside him in those years despite the persecution You know, I saw in his heart, the happiness in his heart of um, when he shared the stories of leading many other prisoners to follow Jesus, to come to know Jesus. You know, people who would never had had access to the gospel. I heard um, um, the joy in his heart when he shared um, a story of, of a prisoner in particular who opened up to him and was led to Jesus shortly before he was executed. You see, as with Jesus, you know what the enemy meant or meant for good, meant for bad rather. You know God, is busy. Is busy redeeming. You know the Bible talks. Um, the Bible in Romans, uh, five says that. Um, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope and hope does not disappoint hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us there, we can know a sense a, a radical sense of joy the Holy Spirit pours upon us even in the middle of persecution the second point Jesus points out here is to have a radical perspective You know, he says, um, um, great is your reward in heaven. Jesus somehow points us, it takes us to a perspective of um, eternity. He points us towards that radical perspective of life beyond what we have, beyond the few years we have here on earth. You know, he says to see, he paints the fact that we're to see our lives from the lens of eternity. You know, our actions, our decisions, are uh, often influenced by our perspectives. You know, my perspective right now uh, drives my 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 short term plans. You know, my short term plans to to provide um, to keep my job, doing my job well, get paid, and to provide for provide food for my family, to provide for their needs. My perspective right now drives my mid, my medium term plans. You know, how I can lead a normal life, you know, in a few months or maybe in a year's time when the pandemic um, is out of the way. It drives my long term, my perspective drives my long term plans, how I can ensure my kids are set up for life and in the long term and how I can um, maybe retire at the age of 50 with enough money to buy a house somewhere in the Caribbean. Now, if any of you have um a desire to bless someone with a house in the Caribbean, please um consider me. I I I'm all for that. But anyway, our perspective tends to drive um what are our our actions, and while we all tend to focus on our lives here on uh, the Bible teaches just the opposite. The Bible refers to to us and to, I mean, it refers to the transient nature of the things that we can see, you know, um, you can have a read on this, on um, 2 Corinthians 4 verse um, verse 18, you know, the Bible refers to you and I as strangers um, to this world, strangers to this earth, and that our days on earth are like a shadow, like a smoke or, or a vapor that passes away. You know, the transient nature of our lives. If we look at life through the lens of eternity, today's trouble cannot be compared to the glory of what is coming and what we know we have as Christians and coming our way. We, we see this in Romans chapter 8 verse 18. You can have a read on that in your, in your spare time. Since we, we will live on in eternity, we should see this life and all that it throws at us for what it really is, the beginning notes to the prelude of forever. You know, seeing life through the lens of eternity drastically changes our lives and what we are experiencing um, right now. It doesn't take it away, but it, it helps us put get our gauge right. And so Jesus in this verse states that... Um, that one, we are blessed, you know, when people persecute you, when pe- when people insult you, when you have those false um, um, accusations, when you have the, the three types of persecution, which we t- refer to earlier on. But he also talks about this destination, heaven for Christians. And in, the, in this destination, there will be great rewards. Why don't you just let that sink? In your heart for a second that your good father is preparing great rewards for you and for all the troubles you're facing for the sake of righteousness. Going back today, my um, catch-up with, uh, with Mooj um, um, two weeks ago, uh, like I said, it was such a privilege and just hearing his experience of being in prison, there was, there was a moment where he was stood before the prison guards and he was being humiliated and, and laughed at. And the thoughts running through his mind at the time was... Um, As he describes it was, was one of you can take away my dignity and my rights and inflict pain and punishment. You know, you can take that, but I know where I am going to. And there's nothing any one of you can do about that. There's nothing any one of you can take away from the glories that I have in my next, in my, in the future. I've got a destination where I will be free and I would see my savior face to face, you know, and I would know the joy of being with him forever, and there is nothing anyone could take away from um, from that. So And so in landing, Jesus sets the expectation here that if we follow him, we will face persecution, be it verbal, physical, or emotional trials. But we can also be sure that, uh, that he commands a blessing when we are persecuted, that we can know radical joy despite our troubles, and that he doesn't leave it there. He promises a great reward for us. And so the next time you're on the receiving end of persecution for for the sake of Christ, trust that he has got you. Trust that he has got you. Thank you guys for listening to this this morning. I pray God blesses you and your family in the week ahead.
0: Thanks so much, uh, Ben, and thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you've had a great Uh, time together in the presence of Jesus today I hope you have a great rest of the day and a wonderful week
1: yeah bye have a great week
0: thanks for joining us God bless you